0: Hi there, and welcome to Secure Your Mind's podcast, uh, where we'll be talking about cybersecurity in bite sized chunks. Uh, we'll be talking in these podcasts about cybersecurity, why it's important, and how you yourself can protect yourself against hackers and nefarious people. Hi there, and welcome to Secure Your Mind's uh, podcast, episode one. Uh, with us here today is Ethan Forbes, owner of Upload Studios.
1: Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you. So, it's actually quite an experience having you here after not seeing you for nine years. And me and Aidan were a bit of trouble back in the day at school. We used to drink a lot. We were drinking buddies, which is a great thing to have when you're in school and seven, not of age, not 18 yet. So that was a really fun thing. We got on a lot of mischief. So, I had some security problems and I n- needed someone to call. So I called Aiden And Aidan came off, off his back. He just came up straight to Scotland. No, I asked him once and he was here. Then... He went through everything, he sorted out. Basically, it was probably more my paranoia than anything. <laughs> and um, maybe we just had a lot of storage. Obviously, we're a video company. So, uh, the peace of mind that I got was incredible. And it was something quite interesting. So, we have something to thank you for just coming, okay? okay. So, this year, I don't know if the camera can see that, but this is a little tipple, a small little a wee dram of Forbes. So me and Aidan back in the day, we would go through two bottles <laughs> in a night. And that was our thing. And whether it be like my mom would arrive home and we would get like be on the floor laying about. But yeah, I'm digressing. We're talking about cybersecurity here. But to start it off as a thank you for coming up. There will be more, obviously. I'll keep bringing them. But we're going to start off with this stuff. It's Grace Me Guide, the Forbes Single Mount Scotch Whiskey. Amazing. Thank you very much. Cool. Have a wee drama of that, my friend. It smells wonderful for the <laughs> viewers listening in. Oh, well, it's, a, it's a very, uh, it's a small little bit I could find, but what do you think? It's good. Now you've got to finish it. Nice. The the whole thing? The whole thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. Wow. We As a tradition, we start with the one thing. There we go. <laughs> nice. Strong, strong stuff. Very well, strong. So we got rid of that. We can then keep that as a little trinket, I think. Yeah. How do you think? It's a memento. Okay. So now I just wanna, I wanna ask you, how did you get into this industry? Um, so interestingly, uh,
0: in my third year, uh, I took a unit called system security. Um, It was taught by uh, my head professor, who was Dr. Nick Savage. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Dr. Nick Savage. Very cool name. Very cool name. Um, And essentially he taught the unit in multiple parts. Um, So one part was uh, exploit development Mm. where he showed me uh, low-level code which he could basically exploit and he could gain uh, execution or or remote code execution over a computer. So essentially he could control the computer just because uh, a little bit of code on the computer had been written badly. Um, And uh, it was so interesting to me. I thought, that's amazing how people could maliciously trick a system into doing something that it shouldn't it's mad actually and, uh, and yeah and that's uh, that's what hacking is and uh, and yeah the other um unit that i was taught mm-hmm. um i had to write a paper on uh, supermarkets and how much damage i could cause financially um, to basically disrupt or damage. What sort
1: of what? Like, sorry to interrupt there, but what sort yeah. of thing? Like, explain to us what sort of thing you had to do to expo- like to like prove to them that you could damage to a corporate company, a S- supermarket.
0: Yeah. So you had to use. Uh, you had to find current vulnerabilities at the time. So these are these are basically bits of code where um, it's been written insecurely and a hacker can take advantage of that to make the system do something that it shouldn't normally do, and that's what a vulnerability is. Um, And essentially we had to find, uh, um, it It could just be not even a vulnerability, but it could be how you could attack um, a part of the supply chain for a supermarket. Very nice. So, uh, you know, um, when you think of a supermarket, such as Tesco's or Sainsbury's, um you don't really think about every other aspect that goes into it you know so Mm -hmm. they have warehouses they have logistics um they've got storage centers um and essentially we went through um you know the the list of of what we could possibly do to maximize that financial damage Um, I'm sure in your case you did it good (laughs) (laughs) So um, I think it came to about 2.6 million pounds worth of damage um wow <laughs> and uh, yeah v- very interesting stuff you, you learn about um like industrial control systems mm-hmm. um so like refrigeration systems use something called SCADA. um scatter is just very very vulnerable you yeah. know vulnerabilities come out most days mm-hmm. um and you know if you take advantage of it you could just shout out the
1: to the sort of the dummy like me you know the
0: we are four dummies <laughs> here so So, scatter is just like an industrial uh control system Mm -hmm. uh for something um you know so whether it's used in say like a electrical grid um system or whether it be a a refrigeration system it's usually stuff that's built for um you know the likes of sainsbury's and and Mm -hmm. big companies um but most of the time it's written with insecure code very easy to exploit um because people just aren't aren't aware of uh writing code
1: securely i can agree with that i know nothing about <laughs> it it's like a magic like a weird language to me like it really confu- i look at it and i'm just like how do these people do it like i've watched mr robot and that for me was one of the coolest series ever because i was like watching these like wizards kind of like do something and like yeah. almost be like the modern day like pirate like there's so many different things aspects to it so yeah. i've learned some knowledge recently and i want to ask you I'm not sure. it's not GNOME. I don't know why GNOME is coming to my head. What <laughs> Yeah, this is, so I've got it now. What are you a white hat or blue grey hat or what are the other ones because there, there is different ones in those So there.
0: so there's different types of hackers. Um so at a basic level you have a white, grey and a black hat hacker. Uh so a white hat hacker is what I am. Yeah. Um so it's somebody who hacks for the right reasons. Um and we call that ethical hacking. So yeah. essentially I, as a pen tester, uh, mm-hmm. which is just another name for an ethical hacker, I will hack into a company. Yeah. Um, I'll basically see how far I can get into the company, what vulnerabilities there are, what sort of damage I could cause to the company. Um, and as essentially after doing all of that, after seeing how far I can get, um, I'll produce a report for them and basically tell them how they can defend or stop this from happening to themselves. Mm-hmm. And then on the other the other end of the spectrum, you have a black hat, black hat, a
1: black. Sorry that that is the uh, (laughs) Forbes uh, finest whiskey kicking in. What is it? A black hat? A black hat hacker. So uh, essentially, they're
0: a a nefarious, malicious hacker. They're they're a hacker who is doing it for the wrong reasons. maybe they're a hacktivist you know they're they're hacking a a which could be potentially
1: for the right reason but obviously ethically ethically doing some dangerous things there yeah yeah
0: yeah, of course and uh you know it could be uh, an insider threat maybe it's a disgruntled employee at your company who uh isn't very happy so yeah um you know the these people can pose threats to your business Mm -hmm. um and essentially they can take advantage of that